Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Apparently, it's a little afternoon here in beautiful downtown Bethesda, Maryland, for Monday, January 9th. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. How you doing, Pops? I'm doing good, cashmere sweater boy. Yeah, I found this in a bag, and man, is it nice. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just happy I found it. All right, here's the deal, Dad. Yeah. Car dealers are going into that haunted house right behind us, and that's because... I can't wait to find out why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I wouldn't want you to ever share with me what the hell we're going to talk about. And that's because, Dad, yeah, yeah, end of year car sales are not as good as we thought they were going to be. And yeah, more yeah. importantly, yeah, let me find yeah. it on the page here. Let me find it on the page here. I got to yes. find it on the page. Nauseous here, I'll, sh- I'll share the page with everyone as we find it on the page. Yeah. Ah, and I got the wrong one. Window yeah. capture. We're yeah. doing a design sprint. Boom. There we go. Yeah. Where is it, Dad? Inventory levels, inventory levels, inventory levels. Mm. Search for true car. I just bear with me. Yeah, there no, there it, it is, there Dad. It is. Yeah. Car dealers are going into that haunted house because. Yes. Because why? Where was it? I don't know. Come on, it was on here. I know it was on here. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Wait, folks. Wait for it. We oh. prepped for today. You know, maybe we should start trying that. Where was it? They had that, that maybe it was uh, in a different article. No, it's in this article. They had somewhere in this article, I can't find it now, obviously. Inventory levels that year over year are up 63%. New car inventory levels are up 63%. And that is why car dealers are in trouble. Boy, that was that was a wasted two minutes to get to that. Jeez. <laughs> that's still a good point. Yeah, okay. So what you're saying is that inventory is increasing. Inventory it's is up. increasing, yes. And and that if we were to look closely at auto sales for the month of December, uh, sales were disappointing. Sales were very disappointing. I think a lot of automakers expected that they were going to do better than they actually did. Absolutely. I mean, Ford, for example, General Motors, et cetera. And then you How pair about Stellantis. The- yeah, actually, right, why don't we look there? We'll start Please, there. Why don't you we actually- start there? All right. You can run us through the numbers, Pops. We've got year-over-year and fourth-quarter sales numbers, and you can see pretty much everyone was down year-over-year, and especially for that fourth quarter. Let's You know what the good news is? Scroll back up for a second. Rolls-Royce was up 6.8%. Yeah, we know that those affluent buyers are certainly buying vehicles. But, for example, Dad, you mentioned Stellantis. Yes. Let's come down here and let's look at Stellantis. Sales for the quarter, year-over-year, down 15.5%, down 13% for the entire year. And that's paired with the same exact time that we're seeing their inventories build back up. Exactly. And, and you could see like Ram trucks were off 14 and a half percent in the quarter, 15.8% for the year. Okay. So that inventory, that truck is down 17.7%. It's all starting to build at least at at Stellantis to a, uh, to a much greater degree than at your other manufacturers. And I don't know if they're scared, but but I'm pretty sure they're getting ready to add uh, sizable incentives uh, to their vehicles with the hopes of being able to sell them uh, a little more quickly moving uh, forward. 100%. Yeah. I mean, absolutely 
Uh, where is that 63% hike in inventory? Inventory is definitely up from previous month, but it's nowhere near 63% hike as it's reported. It's year over year. So from December to December, True Car has us from 1.1 million to 1.8 million new cars that are out there. True Car's got the highest number that we've seen. We'll get the yes. December data. Actually, let's check. Let me check live and see if the Cox data came out yet today. No, we have we do not have the uh, updated wholesale, excuse me, the updated um, inventory data from Cox. It will probably get it later this week. But we, mm-hmm. we've seen new car inventories build back up. And that is a scary sign for dealers, especially when you pair it with in, uh, interest rates going up as much as they have and consumer demand falling off significantly. I mean, you've you've got a recipe for that haunted house. You've got uh, floor plan costs increasing. It's the same story we've been talking about all year long. Yes, but we're finally starting to see that, that inventories are building up to some degree. I mean, we started the year um, with about 900,000 new units available monthly mm-hmm. from most of your manufacturers. And by new units available monthly, that means cars on the ground, cars incoming, cars in transit uh, that will make it to the dealers within that month. Um, and we've seen that number go up to 1.664 million, I think it was, and and, and True Cars got it at 1.8. Yeah, uh, my my suspicion has been, and I've been saying this for a couple of years, that I think the new normal is going to be somewhere between two and 2.4 million vehicles that will be available on a monthly basis at dealerships. So that's a significant increase over where we had been. Now, if the market continues to contract. And what I mean by that is if we find fewer and fewer people actually in the market to buy cars um, as this inventory is growing, then I, and and also with higher interest rates, making fewer vehicles affordable, um, I think we will see manufacturers come up with stronger incentives than they have had to use over the past 18 to 24 months. I don't know that they'll return quite to the levels that they were prior to the pandemic, but they'll certainly get closer to the levels, uh, uh, to the historic levels that we would normally expect to see. Now, let's be clear. We've got this comment from Kevin here. Uh, Still low inventory on certain trims and options. Silverado was 6.2 liter MSRP are over, but 5.3 liter motor up to $5,000 off. You've been we're going to continue to document the saga of helping my sister, your daughter, and her husband try and buy a vehicle. They were out doing test drives this past weekend, and you were trying to help them think through getting a Subaru Outback. They currently have a Subaru Outback. They're thinking about. You told me this morning that there are, there are no base or premium model Outbacks being built at the moment. And so when we talk <clears throat> about inventory building back up, there's yeah. two interesting storylines. We talked about it a bit on Saturday night, but we've seen fleet sales to rental car companies in December increase 100% year over year. Yes. And fleet sales in general year over year for December go up. The reason I bring up fleet is because those are base vehicles. The typical. Most of the vehicles going into fleet are more base trim. And then on the on the uh, inventory data for, for retail sale, we have seen in, inventories increase as well. But that is not necessarily fleet it's not base level trims it's the more expensive vehicles at higher price points for these oems yes exactly and i mean i i believe um and and the reason that my daughter's looking for a car is well she's driving a 12 year old um subaru outback with the 130,000 miles on it that has some catalytic converter issues so they they need to get a new car. They're one of the ones that are in the need yep. uh, for a car. Um, and so, you know, they weren't 100% sure what they wanted. So they started looking at vehicles. 
they drove the Outback and they liked it. And then they were told, well, there are no base or premium models and they would want a premium model. There are no base or premium models being built at the present time. Um, so you'd have to, you'd have to reserve an incoming vehicle if there, well, will be an incoming premium. And then they looked at the Mazda CX-5, smaller vehicle. Yep. They liked it almost as much. And those, for the model that they want, which is the S with the select package, yep. um, there were actually 19 uh, in dealer inventory through the dealers that they would consider doing business with, and 25, uh, 19 in stock and 25 incoming yep. in transit. Um and and those were like four thousand dollars less, or almost five thousand dollars less, than uh, what was available in the Subaru Outback. So I, I think they're probably going to end up. Yeah, but but and take Darren Zach out of the out of yeah. the picture. Just the theme is exactly what Kevin's saying. You're yeah. still going to find OEMs oh, producing absolutely. the higher trim levels, and those are the ones that are going to, for whatever reason, consumers are willing to to spend more money. We do have an interesting question, and we, we're going to turn our attention and, to it. And Subaru sales were up significantly in in December. Yep. And obviously, it was on the higher trim level vehicles. Yep. Because they're not really making the lower trim level vehicles. 100%. And I want to turn our attention to Jordan's question because it is pertinent. Is getting below MSRP for special orders a thing? And I think more than before it is. I mean, at the end of last That's year, Ford, Ford yeah. was offering a $1,000 yes. rebate on uh, on factory orders for different vehicles so i think it depends a bit on what the vehicle is yeah. and obviously you can uh oh here we go from laura ray tell them to get the outback and get the vip program we've tried we've tried laura we're trying our best <laughs> trying our best with this let's my, actually my daughter has reminded me as to why i retired <laughs> let's yeah. actually take a look at we got the latest inventory data from automotive news as okay. well as days supply so okay. every single month for select automakers we can see how much inventory they have in the market and what the day's supply is. Now, for those of you playing along at home, yes. day's supply is the number of days needed to sell all vehicles in inventory based on the previous month's daily selling rate. The reason this is important is because vehicles that have a higher day's supply should be more negotiable. It means that they're sitting around typically, longer. But I think one of the things you'll notice, and in the, in the first thing I noticed in the first vehicle listed, um, is that the, the amount of units available are the same as they were last month, but the day supply is greater because it doesn't of... say the amount of inventory from oh, last okay. month. Yeah, sorry. so no, you can't you can't make the, we 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 could pull up last month to see exactly how many Mustangs there were. For example, it is only showing you the comparison gotcha. year uh, month over month. Excuse me for the day's supply. And, so and and because we're in January, the day supplies goes up naturally because it's a slow selling month, and so is February. Well, but if you think about it, this should reflect December data where we actually saw, hopefully, although the numbers aren't, aren't uh, panning out to that, more sales. So for example, if we look at Ford, let's go all the way down, mm -hmm. Ford's day's supply dropped by three units. Yes. Well, let's do this. Let, give me a second here. So they had 392,000 vehicles in inventory at the beginning of this month. Give me yes. one second. Give me, give me. And by in inventory, that is either on the dealer lots or in transit to the dealers and will be there before the end of this month. Yes, and now let me pull up, whoops, let me pull up the inventory from last month. Give me one second here. And let's see. Yeah. I don't know if they had more than 392,000 or less than 392,000. We'll all find out together. Yeah, I like that. Once it loads. If it loads. It'll load. It'll load. All right, so here we go. This is last month's data. Oh yeah, it's significantly higher. So Ford well, At least last... the Mustangs were. 
Ford last month, Dad. Yeah. Had three hundred and sixty-seven thousand vehicles in inventory with a sixty-three days supply. And this month, their inventory went up to three hundred ninety-two thousand in a sixty-day supply. That well, means I'm, I'm not buying that their day supply went down with the with their inventory going up. And at the same time, let's look back at the sales data. This is super interesting. <laughs> yeah. Let's find Ford on this list. And Ford's sales for the fourth quarter were down yeah. four and at four point eight percent. So you, you you explained to me how how increasing your inventory is going to lessen your day supply when your sales are down year over year. Explain that to me. Explain that math, how that works. Explain it to me like I'm a kindergartner. Okay. How can that be? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It does not. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to poke holes in must anything. Be that new math. It must be. It must be that metaverse math. Okay. I'm not trying to poke holes in some of the data we see, but you you can't have your inventory go up almost 30,000 vehicles, 26,000 vehicles month over month. Have your sales declined by 4.8% year over year for year the quarter. Year over year for the quarter, the previous quarter, okay? And then expect your day supply to go from 63 to 60 even though your inventory went up by 26,000 units. That math does not compute and it especially does not compute. Hmm. When you're going into a month like January, because every year it's either January or February that will have the slowest or least volume of sales for for dealers and manufacturers. It's it's it just is. It's history. You can't. I mean, you could go back a hundred and some years. It's the history of the industry. It's yeah. the slowest time of the year for for dealers. So if your if your inventory's increasing, your day supply is increasing, it is not decreasing. The only justification for how it could uh, decrease your day supply while your inventory goes up would be that the sales rate was so high that it it drove day supply down. Now that being said, you can't come out with numbers that say your fourth quarter sales yeah. were down, down and from the and, year and have that yeah. narrative. All right, let's keep um, looking through some of these automakers. Yeah. This is interesting. All right, so let's look at uh, let's do Acura next. Okay. 16,300 units in inventory right now, Dad, and okay. a 42-day supply. Okay. So, so last month was a 41-day supply. Yes. Let's see. How much inventory did Acura have last month? Total Acura was 13,000. Wait a second. Did I look at the right? Okay, 16,000. Okay. Yeah. So the inventory has actually gone up 3,000. And, 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 and the day supply went up one. One day. Which, you know, could begin to make sense. Let's look at Honda next. So Honda right now has 101,000 vehicles in inventory, 29-day yes. supply. That's down a day. Yes. So let's look at Honda inventory from last month. There you go. 95,300. So Honda inventory went up 6,000, but their day's supply went down one. That's the same story as Ford. That must, doesn't make sense. That must mean that the sales rate was so much higher. But then let's look. Then let's look. We're doing all this math together. Yeah. Let's look at Honda. Honda sales were down eleven percent. One percent. I'm not. I guess I am poking holes. No, you. Let's keep doing this. This is super okay. interesting. I, I mean, it just it just doesn't it, compute. Exactly. And and Hyundai Kia. 66. It doesn't take Einstein or even Eisenberg <laughs> to be able to figure this out. Hyundai Kia, 66,600 vehicles in inventory, a 13-day supply currently. Yeah. 
Hyundai Kia. 68,900. So their days, so their uh, inventory is down about 2,000 units and their day supply went down one. That pencils. Yeah, that makes, that sort of makes sense. Mazda has 24,000 vehicles in inventory at 24 days supply. Mazda had 19,000. That pencils. That yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Let's look at Subaru next. Subaru had, or excuse me, had 16,300 vehicles in inventory and eight days supply. Subaru had. 17,000 that pencils that yeah. makes sense and let's look at toyota here toyota has 119,600 vehicles in inventory and 18 days supply so we would be expecting since that's down from a 21 day supply that their prior inventory levels would have been higher yes so let's see 19,600 there you go yeah their prior inventory levels were 143,800 the last on the list would be volvo volvo previously had 12,100 vehicles in inventory they currently have 1100 uh, 11,000, excuse me. Okay, so some of that math makes sense. Yes, but others don't. Others, it's entirely yes. a confusing situation. I'm not confused. <laughs> I'm a little confused how they how they came out. I'm not uh, with confused some of those at numbers. all. It's, you know, some of it's just uh, BS. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely part of it. Now, yeah. we have another storyline that's important that ties into all this, Dad, which would be yeah. the semiconductor, the chip shortage. So we ended last year. We ended yes. last year. With 4.4 million vehicles taken out of uh, uh, production due to the chip shortage, yes. that was uh, down from 10.5 million the prior year. You're, you're playing along, you know, that's 15 million, million cars over two, over two years. The expectation this year is 2.7 million. The first week of the year has us at 219,700 already. So it seems like the, the impact of the chip shortage is uh, uh, weakening. Mitigated. Weakening, yeah. yeah. Especially here in North America, there yes. are only 24,000 vehicles taken out of production. It's still going to be a thing that we're talking about this year. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We've got here, Dad, from Mark saying, what if day supply is being computed on projected sales for ones that don't make sense? Possibly. Maybe it's also being influenced by um, uh, in-transit inventory, but it says on the document yeah. that sales data are like... It's based on the sales. daily sales rate from the previous month. Well, the daily sales rate for the previous month is going to be higher yeah. than it is in January. It should. No, not should. I mean, from December, I can yeah. assure you, having done it for 40 plus years, I can assure you, nobody's ever had a great January. Okay. <laughs> Nobody, uh, you know, even, even when we were in Arizona, yep. where, you know, winter months didn't impact sales to the same degree as they do in the Northeast. Yep. Um, January and February were still the slowest months of the year. No, I, I believe it. You also, February is short. Well, you know, and, and part of it was you had all that holiday shopping, all that money that was spent for the holidays. I mean, there just isn't enough money to go around so that people can go, yeah, we, we got to get a car in January. No. No, I, I told, trust me, I completely get it. Let's talk about some winners and losers from 2022. We have the complete data from last year, Dad. Okay. The sales leader again is Toyota. Top 10 brands, U.S. selling brands. Toyota mm -hmm. won the sales championship once again. They sold 1.849 million vehicles, but that was down nearly 9% yes. year over year. Ford right behind them, Chevrolet right behind them there. And you can see the rest on the list. Everyone's down. Honda down 33%. Nissan down 26%. Yeah. Ram down 16%. Most popular pickup truck was the Ford F-Series. Not mm -hmm. too much of a surprise there. The Silverado, the Ram, the Sierra, and the Tacoma. And the Ram pickup was down 18%. If you're over at Stellantis, you just got to be asking a lot of questions. If you're well, an executive and, and if you're if you're a 
consumer and you need a pickup truck and, and, you know, maybe Ram isn't your first choice. Maybe it isn't even your second choice. Um, but if you would be looking for a deal, yeah. I think, I think you would have a greater likelihood of being able to get a more aggressive deal on a Ram pickup truck Definitely. than you would on a Ford or a Chevy or a GMC. Yeah. Uh, unequivocally. Yes. We've seen 15 to 20% below MSRP on Ram 1500s. I haven't seen that for an F series. Yeah. Dad EVs, uh, Tesla's winning there. Ford right behind them. Hyundai. Wait, right wait, look, them. Yeah. Look how, look at Hyundai. Yeah. Hyundai's. They've made a commitment to really be in the EV game. Absolutely. Um, now some of their dealers prefer not to be in the EV game and they've made a commitment to make those EVs as high priced as they possibly can. But muscle cars pops the yeah. Challenger last year the Challenger uh, yeah. fifty five thousand sold more than the Mustang more yeah. than the Camaro you know that, that Camaro you know what my first car was that I purchased myself what's that that was I I think it was a sixty eight or sixty nine uh, Chevrolet Camaro really yeah a manual transmission three speed on the column on the tree three speed wow okay and. And here's the, the the funny part about it. I, I bought it from the, the gas station owner that we <laughs> used. And I couldn't even drive a stick when I bought it. Is that I, how you learned? Uh, well, you know, they tried to teach me in driver ed in high school. Uh, it didn't really trans, transition well to the car that I bought. But, <laughs> yeah, ultimately I did. And, and the way I taught myself is my girlfriend at the time was out with friends – they were somewhere in, in Pennsylvania, yeah. out north of Philadelphia, and uh, I don't know, they got busted or something. And, and, <laughs> and she called me and she said, can you come get me? And it was like, I don't know, 60 miles from my house. And I only had one car to use, installing out and everything else. I still went up there to get her. Look at you. Um, yeah, well, you know, I was a quasi-shifty Shifty gentleman at the time. <laughs> top selling sedans from last year. Pops Toyota at the top of that list with the Camry and the Corolla. The Model 3. Yes. The third highest selling sedan in the United States. The Accord and the Alls. But look at Accord sales. Down, yeah. Down 24%. Well, you can't sell what you don't have. 24%. That's yes. incredible. You, you can't sell what you don't have. And look at that. The top selling minivan. Yeah. Chrysler Pacifica. Yeah. And we saw great deals. And especially the, yes. um, the, the ones you couldn't get a deal on on the Pacifica were the hybrid powertrains. Yeah. But there's a there's a hybrid powertrain Pacifica that like gets incredible and, gas mileage. And yeah. look at your Toyota and your Hondas down thirty five and thirty eight percent. Yeah, you know because you can't sell what you can't get. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely a storyline there. Uh, that's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Igor reminding us, and yeah, we've seen plenty of these stories. Ram fifteen hundreds are selling for thirteen percent below MSRP, and then. $4,500 in rebates. We've got a theory. You'll be hearing about it tomorrow on the YAA channel. Ram is going to be setting us back, back in time. Um, Ram's back absolutely. to the future, ladies and gentlemen. Kimberly letting us know she just got off the phone with someone looking for a seven-passenger van. There's a need. Yeah. Friendly reminder, I, I uh, just want to let everyone know back at joinyaa.com. We are here to help across the board, whether you're buying a car, selling a car, getting insurance, warranty, financing, refinancing. If you want to have a phone call with us to, to figure out how to uh, buy that car, what car to buy, just head back to the website, join yaa.com. We are 100% here on your side to help you go through that process. Now, Pops, I've got to really got to be kidding me. Should I turn my attention there? Uh, well, you're the, you're the director of the show. You ready? I, I suppose. Really? You, you got to be, be kidding, kidding me. me. 
<laughs> All right, Dad, we've yeah. talked ad nauseum yeah. about the EV tax credits and how confusing they can be. Now this. Yeah. We talked about this a bit on the other show, but Fed say yeah. Cadillac Lyric is not an SUV and won't be discounted as such. If you remember, yes. there are different tax credit limitations based on SUVs and sedans, and there has been some questionable decision-making from the IRS. Yeah. Okay? They're the ones that are doing the uh, uh, qualifications for the yes. inflation reduction tax credits. Cadillac's first EV doesn't satisfy the EPA's criteria for an SUV. What is that? It certainly looks like it looks like it looks SUV. like it looks like any other SUV that's out in the road today. <sighs> um, it's definitely a hatchback. That's an SUV. What do you mean a hatchback? It's an SUV. No, I mean it's got a tailgate. It's still, that's yeah, what it's I an mean. SUV. It's got a tailgate. Yeah, it's an SUV. That's not that's not a trunk lid. That's a tailgate. It's an SUV. The Ford Mach-E only certain trim levels are considered SUVs. The Tesla Model Y, if you get the seven passenger configuration, that's an SUV. How is this not Why, an SUV? I, 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 I've got this a is so question. confusing. I've got a question for, for the end. I, how, how did it become so hard to figure out what an SUV is and what a sedan? I mean, when did it? I mean, I, I can help them. Yeah, let's okay. Hear it. A help, you know, a sedan has four doors. Okay. And it has. It has a hood and a roof line that comes down and then a trunk. Yeah. A trunk. A lid. trunk. Okay. That's what makes it a sedan. It's got it's it's got a hood and a trunk. Yep. Uh like an SUV or crossover type vehicle has that hood. Yep. And it has that that roof line that goes all the way back to the tailgate. Is there there is no concepts? trunk. There is no trunk. Okay. And it rides or sits higher than, I don't know, what's that thing called? A van yep. that, that has a tailgate as well. But it's not that difficult. I, you know, and, and his hourly rate, folks, is like, what do you want to charge the What do you want to charge well, the federal what government? Well, when I charge the federal government, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars an hour. It's I mean, 2500 an hour, federal yeah. government. If you want his, uh, what'd you do? You said it was this? Yeah. Then, uh, I, I, you know, I could, I, I, I could stick pencil with the uh, stick figure it for you with a pencil and a piece of paper. Uh, Cause I can't really draw, but I could show you, I, you know, it's not that hard. And Why do we make this so hard? It's got major implications. Let's be very well, clear. I understand that. But as you may already know, the new regime of EV tax credit stipulates that only passenger cars that cost less than $55,000 are eligible for discounts yeah. while the cap is raised to 80,000 for, for SUVs, SUVs, vans and trucks. The Lyric begins at 62,990, including destination. But because it isn't technically an SUV per the government's antiquated definition, it's too expensive to qualify. Well, I, apparently there's somebody that needs to get paid off <laughs> at the IRS to help them decide that that is indeed an SUV. And apparently the good folks in Cadillac haven't been doing their due diligence of passing out the cash that needs to be passed out. Stroke that check, yeah, Cadillac. All yeah. right, Pops, let's talk about what's on your wrist. A new segment in our Ray and Zach Daily News You Can Use shows. What's on the wrist today, Dad? Yeah, well, you're you're looking at it. It is a uh, Atawak. Atawak! Yes, I am Atawak. Uh, it's the Atori Automatic. 
Um, and it is a, a highly unusual watch that I hardly ever wear because it's so friggin' highly unusual. Uh, and I want you to know I paid nowhere near $649 for it. I got it before it came out. I think it was on uh, Kickstarter or one of those other ones. And and it's the, the, the design, it, it's supposed to look like a, it doesn't look like anything much. Uh, <laughs> it ain't $649 worth a watch. Yeah, but it's it's got an unusual way of telling time and, um, so that's why that's why I bought it because it's really it's really different than any other watch. But I hardly ever wear it because well it's it's really kind of ugly. But that's <laughs> that's just between me and thousand or so people that might be watching. Eddie, thank you for the contribution. Yes. We appreciate it. Zach and Ray. Love your content and videos. I'm interested in purchasing a 2022 Ram 1500 Laramie level B as a minimum. I don't want an EV too old school. Question is, should I wait? I'm not a 2022. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think if you're looking at a 2022, there's there's incentives, there's deals. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I wouldn't wait because the longer you wait, the the fewer 2022s are going to be. Yeah, uh, Eddie, we had a success story posted on the community forum. I was going to try and pull it up for you, but I mean, folks are literally getting like ten, twelve thousand dollars off on ram yes 1500 to 2022 so please yeah definitely jump on that some somewhere between um probably 15 and 20 percent yeah it's yeah definitely jump on that eddie and then pops let's uh let's get your take on this cliff cliff kingsbury out as head coach what do you think pops for those of you who follow the national football well, league i don't think they've they've announced that he's been fired yeah yet. but start a petition but they need to announce that he's been fired. If you do not follow my dad on Twitter, you are missing out because he flames Arizona sports teams better than anyone else. So let me actually, let's do the quick pitch. We are on Twitter. Both yeah. of us are on Twitter. Yeah. And look at that. Cardinal, uh, it's Cardinal's tweet. I am uh, at Shevska. Yeah. That's me. And my dad is at Raz. Is Jazz. Raz is Jazz. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you, you you look at certain statistics and you say to yourself, how does this guy still have a job? Although, although there was, there was, he's got one of the highest winning percentages. Of, look at this, that they announced it on ESPN fired 30 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? And honestly, I think I might be able to do a better job. Um, you know, be, oh, breaking news. There it was. Cards ah. fire Kingsbury despite extension. Yes, wow. yes. Well, very, very exciting news. Um, not that there's any hope, but, <laughs> you know, because God qualified coach, but that's besides the point. So, yes. And then and then I saw there was a question from Igor about one of Yeah, my yeah, about uh, – yeah. um, Whoops, uh, he was asking you what's the most expensive luxurious watch that you have. Uh, I think the most expensive luxurious watch that I have is a Cartier Santos. Um, and once again, I did not buy that. I won that from um, Acura in 2020, I mean 2000 or 2001. Um, and it's, yeah, that's the one I have. And um I, that that's a that's just a great watch. It's 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 the most luxurious, most expensive watch that I own. And again, I guess the most expensive watch that I own it was the Rolex that I gave to you that doesn't run. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice gift though. Yeah, maybe one day we and that one I got from the Penske organization. Yep. Once again, and and as one of my 
one of my customers told me when they saw it, he said, oh, look, a nice starter Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. Uh, yes. Always fun. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Happy Monday. Indeed. Feels like, you know, last week was the first week into the new year, coming off the New Year's holiday. Um, you know, this week feels like a good week. We're getting the momentum back. we got a lot of good things going on behind the scenes here. Lots of great success stories back on the community forum yes. as well. So let's let's get the momentum back. We're here to help. We are. Join us Monday through Friday. We're here. here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry for the uh, snafu at the beginning with the audio and whatnot, but thanks for sticking with us. And we, yes, here we go from Ashley. I hope you'll be cheering for Georgia tonight. Go dogs with the college football national championship tonight. And uh, Ashley, for your sake, I'll be rooting for it. For Georgia, I know you're rooting for TCU. You like an underdog story. I, I like the underdog story. Yes, I do. Well, we'll be back tomorrow at what time? Uh, noon Eastern, 9 specific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, it looks like Steve Kimes out as well. That's yes, good. that's uh, yes, uh, yes, that's what I've read. Hey, uh, Michael Bidwell. Yeah, hire him. Yeah, I'm available. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. soon.